thank you guys for joining us and listening in to another episode of the average overlanders i'm patrick i'm jared and, and i'm a, ben we have a guest with us we do well he's not he's not a guest he's he's part of the group he's uh he's one of the founding members and uh <laughs> Ben, only because I was being a brat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got on the podcast, so yeah, it's is. our first three-man podcast. So, of course, <laughs> there's going to be a little bit of growing pains with what's going on, but figure just, it out. Just like with anything else, we'll figure it out and we'll learn and iterate and get to it. But uh, there's some stuff that we need to clarify from last time that had uh, that we'd gone into, and it was kind of a mess. But hey, it was humble beginnings, it episode was. one. There's going to be some growing pains. We listened to it, we learned, and uh, it was kind of scatterbrained. <laughs> and I'm just going to go ahead and preface this episode with it's going to be scatterbrained as well because yeah, we part got two. we got uh, we got three people on. We're adding another gear into More the car. More confusion to the uh, <laughs> chaos. To the <laughs> We're adding another cog into the machine, so mm-hmm. a lot more chaos. <clears throat> and then, same dog. Yeah, same yeah. dog, different tricks. Yeah. But uh, that's a she's doing good for right now. Don't jinx it. Yeah. She tried. So she looked she at legit you. She heard tried to sabotage yeah, us last time. Yeah, Daisy the dog is yeah. uh, ready to pounce here. She's all right. But yeah, there's going to be some growing pains on this episode. But we're going to try to keep it on track, and we're going to just you know try to stay focused. And we've all had a uh, very decent amount to drink. Couple, so, couple of adult beverages. We're okay. We're yeah. One and a half bourbons. Yeah, one and a half bourbons. I'm, I'm like, I don't know how much I've been drinking. Um, and Jared's been drinking since he finished work at like... Five o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Construction. <laughs> yeah. Construction job, yeah. But anyways, guys, um, let's get into our guest. Yes. Yeah, and let him get into our ears. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Ben, so tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. You listened how? to our podcast, episode one. You've camped with us before, um, and you and Jared actually know each other from from prior. a different... Yeah, from yeah. a prior life. Mm-hmm. Well, not a prior life, but, but yeah, earlier yeah. on. Yeah, yeah definitely. Friend, friend for a while, and we kind of uh, both had a passion for off-road and camping as well, and it just, you know, known each other for probably like about eight years before, prior to, you know... Yeah, something like to that. now, you know, eight, ten years or so, and within like the last year, obviously with COVID and everything being locked down and uh, all that... Um, we were able to get outdoors a lot more. And also we both realized we have this passion for off-road and camping. Yeah, definitely. And it kind of uh, went out of control from there, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, we kind of we kind of just like swung for the fences on this one. But uh, essentially, yeah, no, no. My name is Ben. Um, known Jared, like you mentioned, for some time. Had a different mm-hmm. hobby that we actually got connected on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now we met Patrick. Yeah. And that's kind of like the common denominator here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've been camping since I was a little kid. We did a lot of car camping. I listened to your guys' last podcast, and um, it, my dad would take us up to. I grew up yeah, in Arizona. Your whole family's pretty outdoorsy in a sense, yeah. A yeah, bit, pre- yeah. Well, my I, my family. Yeah. yeah, I met your brother and your dad, and they are very yeah. Yeah, so we we grew up car camping, my brother mm-hmm. and I, and uh, that was all out of Arizona. But like, literally, you pull up and you have like this you know, asphalt kind of staging area that you park your car. Yeah. My dad had a, what was it? A Chevy Cavalier Z24. <laughs> he was like hot stuff in that thing. But, you know, we had our basic ground tents and hung out. But, you know, we had the blast. It was the, the best time best because memories. it's so, it, it was always near like Christopher Creek. I don't know if anybody knows where that is, but Mm-mm. it's back in Arizona. It's pretty popular. No idea. Very nice. Yeah, but it's it's pretty cool because you cross this little creek, oh, and then um, <laughs> yeah, you set up, and then you literally have neighbors, right? 
And so yeah. camping for me was always like, oh yeah, we're just out in the woods and there's a bunch of people around. Yeah, you don't, yeah. But now. Don't realize you can, there's so much more out, a, far, a little bit farther out. Yeah. Yeah. Like my dad brought up not too long ago, it was like a couple of years, even before I started doing all this stuff. Cause I was doing off road. I wasn't necessarily camping yeah, yeah, yeah. and combo kind of, yeah. he's like dispersed camping. I was like, what is that? Mm, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, so for those mm-hmm. of you who don't know, dispersed camping is kind of a weird term. You're like, Oh, it's camping, but what the heck does putting yeah, dispersed in dispersed, front of it? Yeah. What does that mean? So, um, it kind of took me a while to look it up and, uh, when I when I figured it out, it's just you literally camping in the middle of nowhere. It's yeah, boondocking. Yeah, basically. boondocking. Wherever you can yeah. find a spot. Exactly. And as, far, as long as it's legal. Yeah. As <laughs> long as you're, you you can yeah. legally park there and legally be there, legally overnight camp. There's no trespassing signs. It's not cultivated. It's not fenced. Uh, and or if you have the owner's uh, um, uh, blessing yeah, perm- permission, permission yeah. to mm-hmm. be there, mm-hmm. then yeah, there's no hookups. There's no there's no flushing toilets. There's no running water. There's yeah, because you a, have your, uh, you know, your basic KOA and your your campsites. You know, they're designated, and you got your picnic tables there, and people will pull mm-hmm. up. And but then you got your little bit more adventures. You got some yellow post sites. I, I mean, I, I might. I don't know if it's nationwide, like yellow posts, or it's just a California thing. It's a it's it's a forest service. Thing. It's so a forest it's, service yeah, thing, pretty much, right? The, yeah, because yeah, Arizona US they had yellow. Service. Yeah, same deal. Yeah, okay. And so though they're a little bit more designated, you'll get a fire ring and stuff like that, but they're a little bit more off the beaten path. But then you can go a little bit further, and that's where you can do your dispersion. and you like anywhere pretty much you can roam. Yeah. So there's established campgrounds, which is like, uh, you know, where you have all the amenities. It's uh, it's the asphalt yeah. slab. That's it, what I grew exactly. up doing. <laughs> yeah. it's, you've got the little parking bollards and everything. You get an assigned space number. Those could be a lot of fun still, though. I yeah. Mean, I, like you just mentioned, you grew up and had a blast, and I did that a lot with when I was a kid, and great times. Yeah, and that's how I started camping with uh, California State Parks as a teenager and as an early 20 or something year mm-hmm. old was, hey, was camping in established campgrounds. So. Fairly local to, like, you, you know, not too far away from, you know, major metropolises or whatever, you know, there's usually one within range. <laughs> yeah, but one of the worst things about established campgrounds for me is you have to pay for them. That is true. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm going to pause you right there, Patrick. (laughs) The worst part about an established campground is having neighbors neighbors that are next to you. You don't know who you're going to get. You don't know who you're going to get. A lot of times they like to be up late, like to party. They play their music. I actually go camping to hear the wind flow through the trees, smell the breeze. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. And also to drink some alcohol. Well, there's that. Cold, well, cold always... beer and a warm fire. Yeah. I know. That was from the last we, episode. Yeah. There you go. I, I would say we were, were those people that one time we were in Borrego, all three of us together. Oh, my God. And then God. Jeff comes blowing in in his Tacoma <laughs> at like 2 in the morning and like literally into the wrong camp. And there were some people with a family next to us. And we we were those people, the obnoxious ones that night. And, you know? And, and that's but, the thing. Yeah. You know? Dispersed camping. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. But hopefully. But a lot of the time you can get out there. That was a busy weekend and yeah yeah hopefully yeah. you can get further for uh, far enough away from people that was our initial meetup point so it was a little bit closer to the road so we could all because we we're all coming trying to meet each other from different locations so it was easy to find so yeah 
And uh, Jeff, we're, speaking of Jeff, we're going to have him on the podcast mm-hmm, soon because mm-hmm. he is he's also one of the guys that we camp with very frequently. Everyone that we camp with, there's like, as we said, there's like a group of a six people. Group of, yeah. And uh, we plan on having them on the podcast, you know, at some time. And uh, just because as there's well so as, much information that everyone can share. Yeah. If you have Different Jeff life. and Lucas on the podcast. Oh I don't God, think we can have them both together, we can. can we? <laughs> I, you know, here's the, I no, mean, regardless, kidding, even individually, you're no, going to have. great. You're gonna have abs by the end because you're gonna be laughing so hard. Yeah, those guys are those guys are a total riot. riot. <laughs> They're a riot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't think we could have everybody at the same time. It would be a shit show. But you know what's funny? funny? You know we talk about the people that we go with, right? Mm-hmm. And we all bring something to the table. We all have different experiences. We all have different gear. We all have different flavors, as well. Like I like to say, <laughs> you know. And yeah. I, I think about Jeff. Jeff is like a really cool, laid back dude. He loves cooking. He always brings out like the most crazy dishes and everything. We had caviar dip with him the other night on his tailgate. (laughs) We're in the middle of the desert. No, we were up in the uh, Idlewild and bust out his tailgate. I'm like, what are you doing back there? He's like, oh, I got to get something out. I'm like, okay. He busts out like, I got some crackers and caviar. Your dip. You want some? I'm like, yeah, no, I I call him Chef Jeff because he's not hot dogs, none of that junk. No, he's got caviar. (laughs) You know, you know, like us camping, you know, it's like steak, potatoes. Salads. Daisy dog. See something. Yeah, you should probably see their show. Dark dog. Good dog. Probably because you said caviar. Yeah. Yeah. So mm, I want some caviar. I like fish eggs. <laughs> hey. But yeah, every each of us has something different to add, and there's just so many people that we camp with at any given time that it's just such a great time when you get us all together or when you just break it down into smaller groups like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot more intimate kind of deal, but that's kind of how it happens at the campfire too is – we all, or in camp, we all kind of split off and we get to hang out with the people who is it's who we're into in that particular moment. Like sometimes me and me and Lucas, we just freaking get down, you know what yeah, I mean? We just talk, and, and, yeah, your... and other times it's like me and Jared, we just don't talk until we get home. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, <laughs> and, got enough of this guy. No. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like one of those things where it's it's just different. You know, everyone has a different dynamic, and with with this podcast it kind of gives us the opportunity to get into each other's heads and and do that and to enjoy each other's mindsets with something that we all love and we get to do just in a more controlled environment and with you guys listening so you guys can go ahead and and learn and enjoy with us because it is it's a ton of fun like just kind of kind of thinking about all the stuff that we've done all the stuff that we've been through and all the memories that we had and that's kind of one of the big things with this with this podcast is it's a it's a living journal uh, between you know us guys and uh our journey together which is it's yeah a little bit emotional (laughs) oh man yeah oh man you meet good people yeah i mean honestly for me camping too is is really about two things it's really about the people that's number one Mm. who you who you who are you spending time with because i mean this is life like if we're going to get deep here real for real quick second right? right you know we only have so much time on this earth, right? Oh, yeah. And you want to spend it with people that you care about and have a good time with and people that make you smile, right? And that's, you got to find that group. And the second thing is absolutely food. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's, that's you're, calling, you're calling yeah, Jeff out for his food, but you are definitely a camp uh, chef. I like to cook, but you know what? I'm not as creative. Those guys are so creative. Like just this past weekend, we went out with, um, you know, the crew <laughs> And, um, you know, Lucas comes over. He's like, hey, are you hungry? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> and he's like, I have 
tortellini or sausage tortellinis or something. Oh. Like they're always making Some these bougie, like, bougie <laughs> dishes, and you know I don't hate on it because no? you know that's what they <clears throat> like to do. Oh, I, I I always say I I eat a thousand times better in camp than I do when I'm at home. Like legit last night, Patrick. I what I have for dinner. Oh, it was, it was uh, noodles. Yeah, it was I had some, I had some ramen. ramen. Yeah, I had some ramen, ramen. noodles. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. But no, but when I, you know, you know, Patrick, probably nine times out of ten, will have steak for dinner at yeah. camp. Steak and potatoes. Every, and what do you cook it on? I cook it on a cast iron skillet and a mm-hmm. uh, uh, Coleman. Uh, I think it's a five forty seven model G. What year? It's a. I think it comes. A, it's a nineteen eighty four uh, oh, Coleman man. stove. Um, I'll I'll look up the model and I'll. I'll post it in it the comments is, or in the in the description. It's seen a few trips. Funny story. I'll I'll post it on the Instagram. Is uh, I actually bought that. I bought that stove for ten bucks on Craigslist. I had to drive way the hell out there. Daisy is like she's she's bugging right now. Ripping. Yeah. Um, I bought it on Craigslist for ten bucks, and the person really? was like, you got that thing yeah. for ten bucks." She's Dude. like, "I don't know if it works or not." And uh, it's Score. yours. Like, there you go, ten dollars. So she's like, you can hold, you can hold down your easy up with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't, it's, a, it's literally a suitcase. That's how yeah, big it is. It like is. imagine a briefcase. Uh, it's, it's about that size in terms of length and, and, uh, height, but it's about twice as deep. It's thick. It's, it's a thick boy. And it's, uh, it's made out of, uh, probably like a 14 Iron. gauge. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the eighties. It's lead. It was lead based paint. Lead too, based, you know? Yeah. It was, it's probably about 14 gauge steel. Uh, it's painted Coleman green and it used to have a, uh, used to have this red fuel tank that you can use any fuel in. You can yep. use diesel, oh, yeah. you can oh, use white fuel, you can, you can do all leaded mm. and it had a little <laughs> pump on it. You just pump it and then it squirts fuel into like this little expansion tube. And then, um, you just light that sucker and hopefully it rips. <laughs> um, but the funny story is I actually took it to Zion national park. It was the first time I had ever taken it out. And uh, I kind of cleaned it, refurbished it, you know, did it. And, and I was like, you know, it works good enough in my driveway. Let's take it to Utah <laughs> We're good. as my only <laughs> as my only source of cooking besides my jet boil. <clears throat> so, of course, I try to pump this thing and I'm like, all right, I think it'll work. I think it'll work. Boom. I start a fire in the campground, like on this stove. Like, I'll show you guys the picture right now because I have it. But... It was an uncontrolled burn. Like oh, it was Jesus. like literally just spewing flames. Probably. But it was about, on your tailgate, right? What was that? No, it, tra- no, it was the, on a picnic table. Picnic table. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was on a picnic <laughs> table. So, um, it's literally spewing fuel ever or not fuel, but flames everywhere. And I was just so embarrassed. I had my <laughs> my ex girlfriend there at the, the time. Average over the average. average. <laughs> there's, there's going, Very average. You are going to make mistakes in camp, and Absolutely. you know with your kit. But it, you were, yeah, you'll always forget something and something will always go wrong. No, without a doubt. Yeah. It was just so embarrassing because I had taken my ex with me and she expected me to be like this kind of camping, you know, suave about it. And And here I I am with this uncontrolled fire being like, I, one, I didn't have a fire extinguisher with me, like, and two, like, like I had shut the fuel off and it was still Still, burning. Still flowing. It it takes a minute. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, there was no stopping it. And, um, I like, thank goodness. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Thank goodness I didn't have neighbors or anything like that. And thank goodness the camp host didn't see me because they're like, yeah, you got to leave, man. That's not safe. <laughs> hey, but you're like charbroiled <laughs> steaks for dinner? Oh, no, yeah. dude. It was, to well, the, it well was, done. it was so bad. It melted the paint 
off of my stove. Yeah, I've like seen there's, it. Yeah, there's literally like just <laughs> that black that came yeah. from, all right. Yeah. Um, and I learned that I'm never going to be using liquid fuel on that stove ever again, but thank goodness Coleman and uh, Stansport, I think I think it's made by Stansport, they make a conversion to yeah. propane. So Yeah, I have that Stansport one. Uh, so, but it's still yeah, it's, a suitcase. It's still, a, it, but it works. How much, how much does that thing weigh? Uh, it's probably like 12 pounds. It's, it's gotta be. It's yeah. more than my shift pod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, let me see. If I search fire in Google images, it sh- oh, there it goes. It pops up. Um, <laughs> there, there, there's, Embarrassing there's the fire there's the in front of ex-girlfriend. So she literally took that photo of me, and that's, <laughs> that's like it, like in, photo. in like controlled version. So the fire is way bigger than it needs to be in <laughs> for... Yeah, you don't have a flame you, Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm evaluating this picture right now, and here's the first thing I notice, okay? Shit's on fire. Yep, <laughs> okay. it is. It's 100% on fire. Second thing I notice is that you said you didn't have a fire extinguisher, but you know what you do have right next to it? Probably water. A torch. Do I have a torch there? Yes, you do. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't even worry. It's it's so hard to blow those things up. Yeah, but he's, Just, he's saying... I tried. Yeah. I have Barely. another fire starter. I yeah. don't have a fire suppressant. Yeah, yeah I don't. <laughs> hey, All the fire. It's, it's harder to... Oh, that's a lie. I was about to say it's, it's harder to start a fire than it is to extinguish it, but it depends. It's yeah. situationally dependent. Yeah, but when it comes to like that stove, I have such a huge connection to it because mm, of that. Because of that mistake. And uh, you're a loyal stove guy. See, I'm not. No, but, no, but, yeah, you no. give up stove no, 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 like no, 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 every no. other month. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Guess what I just got. But guess what? Like I bought the. Um, my Mister Buddy heater, the Buddy Flex, comes with that little cooker on the bottom. You guys always wonder, like, oh, why, what's that thing that comes on the bottom? It's a little two-part thing, um, but it's a stove, and it sucks. It's, it was like, <laughs> so it was you have another big, suitcase. No, it, it's not a suitcase. It, it's part of my, my Mr. Buddy heater. On a, on a yeah, further it's episode, like an, it's we'll like an talk accessory. about how to slim down your... <laughs> hey, it's called weight reduction. Yeah. Weight reduction. <laughs> no, don't tell me about that, because uh, they call me Home Depot. Yeah, so yeah that's, basically. That's a, that's a story for a different day as well, but... Um, yeah, pounds. We're all talking. We're all talking big yeah. talk right now. But you know oh, what? When we, we got, need we him, he's going to have the parts. Hey, he's yeah. got like <laughs> literally random ass trail. We're on a trail ride with a big group. A Subaru. Not going to you know blast anything, but Subaru breaks down. It was orange. No, it was a different trail. Different Subaru. Mm. <laughs> Common occurrence with Subarus, but breaks down. We're trying to put this thing back together on a trail fix, and like, right, dude, if we only had these random. You know, bolt that would happen to fit this. That would be great. Trevor's like, you know what? I think I might just have those bolts in my Toyota truck back here. Pulled out four. I think he had four matching bolts that yeah. worked perfectly for the Subaru, and we fixed it. Grade eight, dude. <laughs> no, like, it, they no. were, it, I think they were from a from a like it was like the perfect thread pitch, perfect everything, everything. perfect length, length. Yeah, he just happened to have these, and like he's got everything on his truck. It's ridiculous. Like. We got off the trail because of that. Well, yeah. listen, it didn't just happen on coincidence. <laughs> this guy bought all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things that's better to, like, oh, Rather have God. it and not, not need, need it, it than need it and not have it. Yeah, but absolutely. there's another caveat to that is you don't, if you don't know your rig well enough, you mm-hmm. don't know what you have on it. Because it can be, like, a, literally a, a, a dumpster full of everything you need. But if you don't know what's in there and you have to unload everything to get to I, it, it's it's as good as useless, excuse me. Yeah, I just did that yesterday. I had I kind of pulled everything out, and I eliminated a bunch of stuff. I'm like, why do I got two of these? Because uh, I always think, I'm like, oh, I need this, so I throw it in there, and I don't realize it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, 
oh, I need this. And I throw it back, get something else in there. I'm like, now I got two of everything. And you know, yeah. I, I think we're getting into another topic of gear, yeah. which I think is extremely <laughs> important. It's extremely that. important it because is. what you're Maybe. saying is, is I mean, I'm just going to touch on it lightly mm-hmm. because that's going to be a definitely another episode. Yeah, that's like a you, big topic. can go into that for But days. what I was going to say is, is that, you know, the gear evolves over time based on the trip. So mm-hmm. summer camper. Uh, yeah, camping, it, winter camping. Yeah, I just pulled um, my, my buddy heater out because it's warm enough. Yeah, Why short trip, long trip. Do you have somebody with you that may be more cold? Yeah. You know, things like that. Yeah. So your gear is going to evolve over time, but you definitely have a core set of gear. But we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're... <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so many different podcast topics. And, and just like episode one, like we're going to dive into it deeper. But since we have Ben with us, we want to give you guys a little, little idea of, you know, what to expect. Yeah, yeah. Get a little taste of it, yeah. And like, like, yeah, we're. I think we touched on it a little bit before. Like, as far as different styles of even camping, you know, we all got different styles. Ben's got his style, and uh, we've all got ours. And yeah. yeah. Oh, we kind of buried the lead. Um, yeah, you're right. We uh, we talked about on the first podcast, like spotting an overland rig. How to identify? Yeah, and for rig. for some for some of you guys, you, you probably still don't know what overlanding is. Because you we, probably <laughs> a lot of people probably even do have like a certain image, like you mentioned last time, of what they think that is. But it doesn't have to be that. Yeah, exactly. So, over, Ben, what does overlanding mean to you? What oh, is that? Well, I know. I, mean, I know. The, he asked me the same thing. I'm like, whoa, it could get yeah. deep. Well, the, the traditional overlander is like a long journey, right? Yeah. And you're out in the boonies. You're all on your own. It's a Pan American Trail from, you know. It's a long journey. But, you know, people have kind have of like that. evolved this term into basically just camping near nobody and just doing adventure you know, I mean, I know Patrick talks a lot about adventure, but um, overlanding to me is just getting out with your crew, trying to get as far away from people as possible, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, just having a good time. And it's it's the experience. So like I said at the beginning, it's the people and the food. <laughs> Don't <laughs> so, the food. So that's me, right? I mean, I could care less about entertainment because when you're out in the nature, you're looking at things, everything's beautiful, right? You can be looking at a blue uh-huh. jay. You can be looking at the... Uh, the scenic, you know, top yeah, from the mountain, rivers, come, yeah, rivers streams, fish, yeah. you know, there's a lot of different things you can do. And we even talked about, you know, going fishing up in like Kern yeah, Valley, we talking about hitting that, yeah. tubing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that to me is overlanding, just the experience, right? Mm-hmm. And just being outdoors. It's like a package thing, the whole trip. It is a package. Is all, yeah. But when I think about going out, it's definitely people and food. Yeah. 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 Definitely helps. It definitely makes it. Yeah, so people, food, and then you just add in, a, you know, nature. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And, well. A way um, to get there and, <laughs> you know, vehicle in a sense. I mean, otherwise you're backpacking. Yeah. So overlanding is definitely vehicle-centric. We did talk about that. Yeah, um, vehicle base camp. Yeah. yeah. And it, well, another thing that we kind of glazed over is overlanding doesn't just have to be done in a big big you know truck or suv or anything like that like people do it on on bicycles people do it on motorcycles mm-hmm. people do it on um side by sides or vans you know what i mean that hashtag van life um that's right i still want to do that yeah so I know, me too. <laughs> out of my budget these days but yeah. yeah but yeah it's 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 vehicle centric and uh it's really just about getting out there and you're going to have your own definition of it and of course people might criticize you for your and it doesn't have to be a, i'm sorry i didn't mean to step on you but no yeah. go ahead yeah i would just say it doesn't have to be like you're saying like a long haul you don't have to go out for like two weeks to call it overlanding maybe you can only do it for the weekend yeah it's still just like you're trying to touch on is just the experience yeah yeah and you know, 
that's one of the big things that we want to push is just get out there. doesn't matter how much time you, you can get out there. Just go and enjoy it because life is too short to not be able to experience what we experience in terms of the camaraderie, in terms of the chaos that can sometimes be there, uh, the excitement of planning a trip, and the, the realization that it, it has been there for the entire time, and it will be there after we're gone that experience, that nature. And it's something that we as human beings, we share, you know what I mean? Yeah. With our ancestors before us and the, you know, the, the generations to follow us is the there peace. The, the real overlanders and the covered wagons. And yeah. I was just thinking the OG overlanders OG, were yeah. literally the Oregon trail. Yeah. <laughs> circle, circle the wagons, boys. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you still yeah. do it. I mean, yeah. And they were on the adventure of exploring and finding something new it's kind of what we're doing in a sense trying to find something i mean new to us and new experiences and stuff and yeah definitely well the other thing you know i was thinking about overlanding is is that like you have to have an open mind because not only like for example we did a trip a couple months ago to sedona arizona mm-hmm. and we went on broken arrow mm-hmm. famous trail i've been there a hundred times we actually met up with another uh right. group of people yeah and they were like, hey, have you ever been on this trail? I'm like, yeah, I've done it a hundred times. I'll take you. We ended up, you know, meeting these people, great people from San Diego. And we ended up going with them to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. We, we weren't even planning Didn't on that. Plan. So just... you have to like keep it loose, open mind, be like, hey, we just met these new people, new experience. It all, again, came down to the people, which created an experience. We went to, on a different trail, did a whole different thing and had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of like that situation where you just, you link up with people who are out there, the people who are out there are all, they're of the same mindset. And mm-hmm. it's this unspoken thing that if we're rolling together, we're responsible for each other in, in terms of our health, our well being, and our, our continuation on the journey. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to share your food and your experience and everything with your them. misery. Yeah. And your misery. <laughs> Ben's been there with because, me. Because, <laughs> yeah. If, if you go together, if you roll together out there, you will suffer together. Whether it's the elements or if it's self inflicted or if it's just poor planning, you will suffer together if you roll with each other for you're long. Ma- you're making this way too dark, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, we, we, we don't like to suffer honest, together. Like we have a good time. time. A, yeah. No, like, like, for, for example, these people, they came out, right? And and like I said, we went up to the Grand Canyon and everything else. We ended up having a great time, and they actually added value. Mm-hmm. And and for me, one of the guys just got his Toyota Tacoma. It was a brand new, you know, not TRD Pro like this guy over yeah, here, but please, um, it was super nice. But he was so timid because it was a brand new truck. He had his it wife was, yeah. in it and everything. He wants to scratch it. He's like, I don't know. He didn't understand the capabilities of it, right? Yeah. And I've been on, like you I said, hundred times on Broken Arrow, and so I was like, listen, just you trust me, this. follow me, right? Yeah. And so that's what it's all about. He didn't think his truck could do that. And he's like, wow. I was like, yeah, dude, you didn't even get close. I showed him pictures and everything. So I shared my experience with him, like the off-road capability of it. And he came along, he did it. And he showed us the, yeah, yeah, he showed us the South Rim of the Grand Canyon, which I've never done. So I mean, it's all about, like you said, sharing experiences with people. Stewardship and fellowship. So the stewardship is the passing of knowledge and fellowship is enjoying that knowledge with one another. And, uh, it's just so simple. Like to boil it down is it's just humans being humans as a, like, yeah, just enjoying each other and solving, solving problems together and, uh, having a goal like, Hey, let's go move there together <laughs> you know oh. yeah exactly <laughs> it, it, it's it's a carnal nature that you know to to be outdoors and to enjoy it 
Hundred percent. Yeah, and for some reason, I don't know, it just kind of resets me. You know. Yeah, I mean, we all need it. Yeah. The world's a crazy place. Especially nowadays, I need it more than ever. Yeah. <laughs> Get away from all oh, the yeah. drama of what's going on and and just take, like, just boil it down to simple things. What am I going to eat for tonight? Where am I going to go? Where am I going to sleep? That's yeah. it. And who am I going to go there with? 100%. Everything else you'll figure out along the way. Yeah. Got, a lot of it is winging it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it is winging it. You got a, a, you know, a general game plan, but it you go out the window real quick and maybe something else over there. Hey, let's go that way instead. And it adds to the adventure. Yeah. And with winging it, it's 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 a learning process just like anything else. And we what we want to do with this podcast and, you know, with all the social media and everything that we do is to cut that learning curve for the people who are just getting into it. Um, or get people who are already into it to learn something new that they haven't known already or, or that they could be doing more efficiently or more effectively mm-hmm. because it's just that knowledge does us no good if we just hoard it. You know what I mean? The, the, yeah, there's a new trick out there, man. I want to know it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I Show know. Me, me too. I, I could be setting Make my rooftop my tent r- up wrong every single time. <sighs> and some of those things you have to learn the hard way. You have to learn, you know, oh, yeah. hey, I have to get stuck at full air pressure with my tires in mm. sand to realize, like, oh, man, if I would have just aired down at the beginning of this, I wouldn't have gotten stuck in the beginning. Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, and for example, we were just out in the desert. James has a big old F-350. Yeah, big right? boy truck. Mm-hmm. Big boy. I'm rolling on, like, 37s, 38s. I don't he even has a huge truck. It's a long bed <laughs> quad cab F three fifty. This thing's a beast. Okay, yeah, not it's definitely. got heavy bumpers and everything. And then like he's asking us what psi to go down to, right? Yeah. And I don't know because I mean he's got a ton of weight on that truck. He's got bigger tires. He's, he's got rolled all this other at eighty psi stock. Yeah, eighty I think he and down to forty. Yeah, and I, I was like dropping it. I'm 50%? like percent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, well, if I'm usually a forty and I go down to twenty. You know, that's about 50%. Because mm-hmm. obviously every vehicle is going to be different. Yeah. yeah. So, but he wasn't carrying any extra no. weight. It's not like he was towing in the sand. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's yeah, some of that stuff you have to learn the hard way. And some of it you can just say, hey, if this, if a podcast or a YouTube video or a blog would talk about, hey, if you have a large, you know, super duty, big boy, big, PSI truck. <laughs> you PSI, to, you, are you talking about the turbo boost? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta do X PSI, you know what I mean? And, of course, it's all situational, and, you know, it's all personal preference too. However, there is like a normalization curve of, hey, what works for most people in most situations? Yeah. And for me, I found out in my Toyota Tacoma, fully loaded up, if it's a warm day, I'll drop down to 20, and by the time I wake up in the morning, it'll be down to 16 mm-hmm. because of the difference in air yeah. in, in air temperature when you wake up. Um, yeah. But, hey, it works for most of the time, and I'm happy with it, so take that with a grain of salt. Obviously, yeah. I mean, check your... Uh your tire manufacturer check your recommended. Vitals. Yeah. Uh, check your vitals on your truck, man. Like, that's the biggest thing. And uh, don't go too low, but yeah. Yeah. Of course, we assume no risk at this. this Absolutely is, not. Anything you do, <laughs> no anything do with your truck or in the outdoors <laughs> is, is completely up to you. You're all adults, hopefully. And uh, you're free to take your life into your own hands yeah, by listening uh, to other people. Yeah. <laughs> take our advice with a grain of salt. Yeah. yeah exactly. So we're talking about the people. Yeah. I mean... What is your ideal group size going on at oh, just a normal size trip? Okay. That's how many good, rigs uh, or how many people? Uh, I think that's... Bu- well, I mean, there's two... Go. It can go either way. It depends on, like, if you're doing obstacles and everything else. Because yeah. then the more rigs you have, depends it's just going to the, 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 I would say it depends on the type of trip you're trying to take. Like, I've taken 
family adventures is, you know, we still do some little slightly technical trails and stuff like that, multiple day trips, but there'll be, I think I did one with like, I think we had five vehicles, but each vehicle had four, you know, three kids, you know, wife, dad, like, so there was five vehicles, but there were probably 20 people running around camp. Well, Um, let me, let me rephrase it. Regardless the size of, you know, how many rigs, whatnot, what is your ideal group size? Yeah. I would say five. Yeah. Rigs? Yeah. Five rigs, five people? Yeah, five rigs, five people. Um, or one. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that's, that's One nice is good. good. I kind of baited him with that <laughs> question. Yeah, I know did. he goes out alone. Yeah. But. Yeah. He's like, I don't want any of you. Because I was always taught. I was <laughs> tag alongs. I was always taught, like, when you go out in the wilderness, you yeah. always have bring a buddy. He's right? always recommended. Yeah, and this somebody, dude, Or at least have somebody know where you're going and yeah, yeah or be or back. be on a well traveled trail. Yeah. yeah, that's another big piece. Yeah, I go solo all the time. Yeah, it's because yeah. I accept my fate when I go out there. <laughs> you do. You know what I mean? Like it's either it's either I go out there and I have a great time, or I go out there and have a crappy time, and I have to figure out how to get out. Well, mm-hmm. there's another reason. Yeah. I mean, you have Home Depot on your truck. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I prepare. Yeah. I prepare for things, yeah. and uh, that's that's an, that's another topic for another day. Is how much do you need to research versus how much can you just learn along the ways. You know what I mean? Um, And it goes back to that that curve of normalization. What are people who are doing the same thing running, and why are they running it? Like, there's a reason why people run recovery boards on their truck, because they're simple and they work. You might not need them. Yeah, you might not need them. I mean, like, people are like, oh, those are dumb because you're never going to need them. But you need them once, and they work, and they save your butt? Mm -hmm. Guess what? They're totally worth it. Like, I've never used mine. Never taken them off of their mounts. But if I needed them, and... They save me from, you know, hours and of hassle and, and they're hundred percent worth it. Yeah. 100%. The way I kinda look at it is, is like, okay, you get stuck to call a tow truck to come get you in an off road type environment. Dude, you spend like like twelve hundred dollars. Literal right? yeah. These these two hundred people are like, I don't want to spend four hundred dollars on some max tracks or anything like that. It's like, well that four hundred dollars can save you twelve hundred. And I do that every day of the week. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like that idea of like how many people out there buy max tracks? Well, here here's the other side not of the sponsored. Coin. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, who <laughs> buy all. recovery boards of any brand, any brand, just because of what they look like. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the other. That's the it's other side. That cool of it. factor of exactly. I got recovery boards and hanging off my roof. Yeah, or my hood. Or but whatever. that's like oh, it's like one of those status symbols. But you know, it's not a status symbol. A fire extinguisher. But how many people run fire extinguishers? Uh, yeah, see, exactly. Fire extinguisher can be a status symbol. It depends on how you paint it. But, mm, yeah, it used to be. A, that's the old car club. Where is your fire extinguisher <laughs> with your camp stove fire? That one. I didn't have my rooftop tent back oh, then. Okay, okay. <laughs> that okay. He's I'm trying to just, okay. he's trying to justify I'll, his yeah, fire. Yeah, that's I'm, all. Yeah. I'm calling you. Yeah, it's all yeah, good, brother. Okay. I, I will. I will tell the story of me camping with my girl, my ex. Um, in Zion one day. That'll be a podcast. Okay, we'll say that one for it was it was terrible. It was the worst mm. time camping I could ever show anybody. <laughs> and uh I showed my ex and she just oh man, it was terrible. That's why he's the ex. No, I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> like, oh, please. I know he's doing. No, I'm just kidding. She's a great person. I'm a great no, I guy, know. I think. Absolutely. We're just not compatible. <laughs> so, <laughs> took us took me seven years to figure yeah, that out. That's right. uh, yeah. all good. But yeah. It's the it, adventure, right? It is. It's about uh <laughs> the people and the food. Yeah, people in the food. People in food. Hey, <laughs> hey! If if everybody is getting along and you all have full bellies of good food, there's no reason why you're having a bad time, man. Yeah, it's true. That's the way I look at it. I mean, even if you have like a hole in your tent, whatever, you had a bomb steak. You're yeah. with good people around a campfire. Yeah, and 
Yeah, like you were saying, like you know, you're the question of how many people to have. I mean, is you, the idea of like, yeah, the more the merrier, but it doesn't to a it, limit to an extent. to a limit. Like if you're gonna do like a camp out and you guys are gonna be s- settled in one spot for a long period of time, it's fine. But like if you're like on the move, like you're hitting a camp spot, set up camp, break down the next morning, go to another spot. The more people you have, the longer it yeah, takes. It, like it, I, I've been on trails where you've got twenty rigs, and it's just like oh, one person has to go to the bathroom, and, waiting, and it yeah. takes like twenty minutes. And you're waiting, like you got to stop, make sure everybody gets through this obstacle, and it's like it can take forever, and it can slow you down. So, like I, I agree with your statement of like you know like five rigs in a sense is a mm-hmm. good, good solid number. Yeah, you know? I, I'm gonna be honest with you, Ben. The first time I camped with Ben, Jeff, Lucas, um, Arby was there, and Zavin. Yeah, Zavin. No, the Mojave. I always call him Yavin. It's not right. It's Zavin. Um, it was in Mojave, and I had camped a lot solo before that. Every single trip was actually before that was solo, and I think that was week. Mm. I think I think that was week eight or seven. It was in January. Oh, okay. So week four, four yeah. or five. Um, I was so surprised at how long it took us to get moving. You know what I mean? <laughs> even even when the decision was made to be like, okay, we're packing up camp. Like I literally had my routine done, and I was like. Oh crap, dude! <laughs> like, maybe I should have like cooked another steak for breakfast. You know what I mean? Because I, right, I, right. I do. Everybody moved. Everybody moved at a different pace. So. Yeah. So this is the first time I'm hearing this. But. <laughs> no, but it was just such a such a huge surprise for me to be like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like nobody, everybody has a different routine. And everybody moves faster. Some people eat breakfast, and some people, you know. Yeah, you have five course meal. You have steak and eggs and potatoes for breakfast. I have oatmeal. Yeah, but I am more than willing to share. (laughs) No, I know you do every time. I always have a little taste. Cooked on his nineteen eighty four Coleman. Yeah, it's a good time, man. Tastes good. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's just some of those unforeseen problems that you won't know until you get to them, or you just really step back and you like have to have like a super analytical brain and be like, oh yeah, it might take us two hours to get moving because everyone moves at a different pace. But. So the other thing about that too, I'm going to point this out. Okay. You said it was the first time we ever camped together. Yeah. That's the first time I ever camped with Lucas. Yeah. First time I ever camped. That's the first time I met Jeff. First time oh, I met wow. Arby. Holy and the God. very first time I ever camped with Zavin. So well, we were all, uh, yeah, it was, was a whole new first. experience. It was a 100% first. So we didn't, and usually like when you start camping with groups, you start saying, okay, well, Jared usually does this or yeah. Patrick yeah. usually does this. And it usually takes this amount of time. Like everybody knows, I'm the the slowest person to pack up because I like I like dread packing up. I think that's probably my problem. But mm. but I mean, if you really think about it, you start understanding people's habits, and True. you know, and that's why you pick your crew. You know, I mean, you all have your own different habits and everything, but you know, you know what to expect. You know what to expect at least. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I like they. These guys all know that I'll be the last one asleep and the last one awake. Yeah, it, you're yeah. always up. But I'll be the first one packed up, most likely. It's kind of a race between. Uh, <laughs> Lucas usually packs up real early, though. Yeah, Je- no, it. Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, and they Jeff do. is usually packed up and cooking his four course meal. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He's got that <laughs> silly ground tent now. Yeah, so we'll see. Silly shift pod. Yeah. Okay, so let's. Okay, I know gear is a whole other episode, and we we definitely have to talk about this. But we're talking about people right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now Jeff has gone through many different iterations on his so tent. I'll let many. I'll let him talk about all that. But he, he recently just purchased a shift pod. And he sent me some mm-hmm. Instagram videos of it today when I was working out in the gym. And I literally was sold. Because my biggest thing was, like, how big is this? And, you know, it's a mini. Because it's on sale for three ninety nine. It's insane. I have a swag tent. Love that thing. But I can fit a lot more in there. I can stand up. And it's 
quick takedown. It's literally like an easy up. So I'm trying to solve problems for Patrick over here. I I didn't get to waiting on me. (laughs) I wanted to watch James uh, tear down his shift pod last weekend. But homeboy bounced out like two in the morning, so I didn't get to see him break his camp down. But. Oh, and that's another thing. I, I've like Jared has a has a daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, James has a son. Ben, you have two girls who mm-hmm. I don't think they have any interest in camping. They have zero We've interest. Tried. Like yeah. their We've tried. They've come okay. out once. With us okay. twi- they've come out twice with us. But yeah, yeah. I, I hope you guys are interested in listening to a podcast about camping with kids because Is it? like I would I would There's love to all new challenges to that. Yeah, because I've I've never had kids to very rewarding at times, but is. An extra challenge because think of your how much you got to do for yourself. I mean, we'll obviously touch on this another topic on another day, but everything you have to do for yourself, double that. Well, yeah. we're talking about people today, so let's touch yeah. on it. Okay. Let's touch <laughs> on it. <laughs> We've got time. What are we doing? We're talking about people. So, you know, that does come into play when you're talking about this, Patrick, because the people you go with in your crew, they also have sometimes kids. And you yeah. mentioned, I never have my kids. Yeah. You know, I, I did it once or whatever, but I quickly realized how crazy it becomes, mm-hmm. how much more stuff you have to bring. Yeah. And it's it's not just you, like, bringing all that extra stuff. It's you having to split your focus when you're doing a task that would normally take you five minutes to all of a sudden, oh, crap, where's my kid? Yeah. Like, or I can make sure yeah. they're doing something. Or yeah. they need food. Or they need attention because they, you know, they're... Depends need, on how old your kids are. Yeah. Well, my daughter's eight, but, like, same thing. Like, she needs to be entertained she needs something to do you know what i mean i i can't drop dad duties in a sense and, just and it was out. a lot easier when i brought my daughter that one time because yeah, they friended they, up yeah, they their buddy each other. system and they don't not asking you hey I, i'm bored i want to do this and i mean it's when you're camping there's you know not a lot to do especially with kids nowadays they are all of a sudden unplugged in a sense you know yeah. they don't have their it's tablet such a, such what a do shift. i do now yeah. Uh, go, go find a stick. And Look at the sun <laughs> for a little bit. No, 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 no. no. But hey, but, but check it out. Jeff and Lucas were like they absolute were, saviors oh, last time. Were, guess what man, they brought? They were heroes. RC rock crawlers. Don't eat. The kids oh freaking loved them. The kids loved them. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we're all. Okay, then, I loved them. Yeah, that's just because we're all. I was just on Amazon kids. the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Lucas and Jeff, they have a ton of well, very good actually, guys. Actually, all of us, all of us are really big. Like when we get into a hobby, <sighs> we're all in. Like yeah, literally, super addicted. All in. <laughs> we will live, sleep, eat, and breathe podcast and everything <laughs> that hobby. So <sighs> it's just it's no joke. And sure enough, being outdoors gives you the opportunity to play with some really cool toys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if this were a freer state, it would be guns. But <laughs> since we're in California, the California, yeah, yeah, we uh we rely on technology. I usually go with cameras and stuff like that, mm-hmm. cameras and drones. Um, but the guys are getting into uh, are already into uh, RC rock crawlers. I already grew out of that. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's funny because <laughs> Jeff came over and he's like, man, I bought this cool rock crawler. I'm like, dude, you want some parts from like four years ago? Yeah. So I literally... Well, it was funny because Lucas had us out that one day and then like literally on the way home from our camping trip, <laughs> Jeff's like, Jeff, I had to stop at like Hobby Lobby or something. So you, know why, you know why? It's because I showed him the sick lines, right? Oh, okay. So <laughs> he's like, oh, dude. Yeah, and literally. You know, it's, it's, it's such a great time. But it's a good it's a good downtime because you do have a lot of downtime at camp and like you know I mean what are you gonna do I mean there's activities and games and stuff but 
a good time killer. Yeah. And what's also awesome about RC rock rolling is it teaches you about it's like it's it's a direct derivative of driving what we do. Driving skills and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, picking to, lines, mm-hmm. driving skills. When like these these cars throttle control. Yeah, how do, yeah. I was teach, yeah teaching yeah. the kid like uh, you know you gotta ease into that you know so you can climb it slow. You don't yeah. have to just gun it. You know, yeah. there's time where you do got to gun it and get yeah. over something. But yeah, and it's it's just so cool to be able to to see it in this tiny scale. That you can totally mess up on and be like, oh, yeah. okay. Oh, I rolled Reset. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's some pretty cool pictures that will also roll into the Instagram. Uh, yeah, there were some fun ones. Of of everybody, you know, rolling the rock crawlers and stuff and playing with RC stuff. But it, it's a lot of fun. But yeah. it is it, it, it is expensive. Oh, it is. It is. It totally is. And, and that's why I got out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford two hobbies. I, 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 I wasted too much money on the RC rock crawlers. It was, a, it was, like you said, it was literally one of those outlets where you can actually try to try new lines and look at balance and everything else and how would you approach it? And yeah. it has taught me a lot about off-roading, um, you know, to a certain degree. But one of the things I wanted to ask you is, is cause you don't really have an off-road background per I se don't. from no, like I a, don't. you know, rock crawling and stuff. And that's yeah. literally what I started in with my buddy, Brandon, we yeah. built a rig from the ground up and you know, there's certain techniques that you can use when you're out camping or getting to a campsite, yeah. you know, double pedaling and all these other things. Yeah. I, I literally have to figure out the hard way. You know what I mean? Or have you guys teach me? Stewardship. Yeah. Just get out there and, you know, like, and like, you know, going way back to what we were talking about, like, you don't need to have some crazy fancy truck or rig to do all this stuff. You just get out what you got and, you know, do it. Yeah. You know, just find out. And then you can see what you need and stuff like that. Yeah. So where I do have a ton of experience is actually driving on sand because I used to work with state parks and I used Mm. to do um, this fence line for this... At risk bird during its nesting season. It was so stupid. I ran. California. Yeah, California. Yeah, exactly. Hey, but we love nature. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. That's we a do. that's a different topic. But mm. we what we'd have to do is we'd load in these um these six foot steel rods and uh, spools of steel cable, uh, and then we'd make a you know a fence line with it, um, down ten miles of California coast. It was four guys who had to put everything up and take it all down in six months. And oh, wow. uh, the the beaches change in the Monterey Bay area because of uh, because of God, weather of storms. Monterey Bay. Yeah, I know. Oh, Me too. God. It's beautiful. Yeah, um, it is. But yeah, we would air down, and then uh, yeah, we would have to drive hard to make sure that we didn't get you know a ton of anchor rod and cable stuck on the beach and lose a truck. Um, like I was lucky enough to be able to do that at a very young age. I didn't realize like how cool of an opportunity it was to drive on pristine beaches and uh, get paid for it. Yeah, and get paid for it. But I, I did Free work camping. I yeah. worked my tail off during that job. But yeah, and then I also realized that you know four wheel drive is better to be in than not in. You know what I mean? Just run it all the time because if you're four higher die right exactly. If you're <laughs> if you air down, this is my rule of thumb. If you air down. You should be in four by. That's just what I. That's what I. I do. If I. If I'm down to twenty, I'm in four by. Or if I'm in, um, if I'm in dirt, um, it's it's kind of like a fifty-fifty. Like if it's just a normal fire road, I'll be like, okay, all right. But as soon as you know, there's any elevation change or anything like that that can be significant, I'm throwing it in four just as insurance. See, you know, here's where I actually. I mean, I hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. But here's what I like to do. 
we're talking about people again, yeah. right? <laughs> so there's a there's a guy in our crew, um, known him for some time. Back. Let me circle uh, back to that. Yeah, circle circle back to this, right? And so his name's Eric, right? Eric's a great we talked about Eric last. Yeah, we talked about Eric. I know. I listen. I feel to bad. No, 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 no. But here's here's the point. You were talking about Eric for, could be on this podcast. And no, no, he'll totally get, he'll he'll <laughs> get be on this podcast. But here's my point. You were talking about when you air down, you put it in four, right? Mm-hmm. See, Eric has a two-wheel drive truck. Yep. And so I've actually gone against that only because I want to run trails in two-wheel drive to you see do, if Eric can of, make it with us. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> of, a lot of our trails you're testing. I'm like, are you still in two wheels? Like, yep, Eric can do this. Yeah, because we both have – he's got a forerunner, third gen, and yeah. I have a, a first gen Tacoma. So it, they're, they're similar-ish, similar-ish, right? Yeah. yeah. If your truck can make it, he can probably make it. Yeah, yeah. that's the, kind of the goal. I try to test it for him because I know he's going to come with us. But my big thing is, like, if – I'm like I always think as if I'm I'm rolling solo. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. what I do ma- the majority of the time, and uh, I just have to play it safer. I have to. I have to play it, play it safer. I have to play it slower. Yeah, especially if you're solo, yeah. You yeah. Never, like you, you never can, take unnecessary yeah. risks. You think you can do it, but if there's a chance that you might not be able to pull something off, don't do it. It's not yeah, worth it's it. It's not man. worth it. Yeah, it's not worth getting stuck I, or stranded. I definitely don't want to sit no here cool, and say, hey, no hey, cool hey, points for being stuck here. and broken. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to test limits, but. We're always with a crew, yeah, and I always try it out because I want to make sure Eric can have a good time. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is nice to be able to know what your limit and you is and what your truck's limit is. Four wheel drive, if you had to, yeah. yeah, yeah. All things assuming, you know, I mean, not that you know. If hopefully you're not bound up or anything like that, or yeah. God forbid you're off the side of the mountain already. Mm, yeah. But yeah, it's a what is it? A a dime worth of prevention is worth a dollar of. Cure or something like that. There's a saying for yeah. everything. I don't know yeah. that one, but I'm sure it's good. Yeah, you guys will learn. Good. You guys, you guys will learn that I'm big you can on make that. You can make yeah. that one up, and I would believe it. So, yeah. See, I'm, I'm really good at analogies. Yeah. So it's a little, you know, I'm not, I'm not good yeah. at much. I'm all about the, uh, the the sayings and stuff like that. Um, oh, people. Yeah, no, circle back. Yeah, we got to circle back. <laughs> we we love Eric. We just got to get him on the podcast. And yeah. there's just there's oh, there's so much stuff that we could talk about with even just people. And uh, we're gonna speaking of that, yeah, we're probably at about that's a very general, broad uh, topic because there's so many. Yeah, yeah. yeah but if you think about like okay, like our, like circling back to my original, our what whole is group is like a lot of uh, personalities. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about like what is what is overlanding to me, and I started off with it's the people and it's the food, which creates an experience, right? Um, I just love food, as you can probably tell from the pictures that Patrick probably took. You yeah, know? no, um, he's, a, he's a healthy boy. I'm a thick boy. Yeah, he works out. You big butt, big butt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it's definitely the people that that create a good time, and it makes you want to go out more and more and more. So, um, I'm looking forward to you know joining you guys in many more adventures oh, yeah. and yeah. expanding the crew. You know, yeah, it not not too big though. <laughs> what, okay, what, what I, okay. can we talk about one more topic yeah, on the people okay. side? Yeah, sure. So the, the people side, the reason why I like to have a lot of, uh, I like to grow our community, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the main reason is, is because I can't always go. Jared yeah. can't always go. Patrick can't always. Oh, well, Patrick's. Always I can going. always go. Can always go. <laughs> okay, that, that's different. But like you know, not not everybody can always go at the same weekend. And so if you have a group that you can pull from, uh, that guaranteed you're going to have enough to yeah, go. You, you might have, have like no ten guys who will go, but at yeah. any given time, maybe only two can go. Yeah. Yeah. Like next weekend, my dad's coming out from Arizona. Yeah. It's going to be myself, Patrick, my dad, and you. Yeah. Because Jeff can't make it. Lucas can't make it. This know. weekend. I think Patrick's the only one going out this weekend. Are you joining him this weekend? Yeah, I don't even know where I'm going, so maybe. Yeah. Winging it. Yeah. yeah. I'm Winging going it. somewhere. I don't know where or when. And that's another That's another podcast, podcast episode is, you yeah. know, the 52-week 
uh, 52-week trip. How to... Uh, well, once a week, how at to least deal. 52 weeks out of a year, but yeah. have them all feel <laughs> special. Yeah. That, you know, okay, so so let's let's talk about that really quick, because yeah. your, your goal is the whole every weekend, yeah. right? Uh-huh. What do you do on holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas? Sucks to suck, I'm going camping. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> honestly, like... When I was like, I used to be in the desert scene, and though they're the big weekends, like October was opening day in Glamis, and Thanksgiving is a, a giant Glamis Akatia yeah. Sandy know, desert Everybody, weekend. Everyone's bringing their kids. Yep, they're you all know, on Christmas. Vacation. You know, it's a huge holiday holiday weekend. People are out there lighting their Christmas trees on fire for New Year's, and yeah, I mean, holidays are key. All these are key for yeah. uh, you know adventure. And, and gives you the, that opportunity. Gives you the days off of work. <laughs> ben literally looked at me like I had a, a something disgusting and flaccid growing out of my forehead. But it's <laughs> I, I can I can I can say that like during Christmas and holidays and whatever like I can go because I don't have a family. I don't. Yeah, I but I do. I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. You yeah, know, I'm. That makes it harder, I'm yeah. as free as one can possibly be in terms of accomplishing this goal, and that's why it's really important to me why I do it in this why chapter in my life opportunity yeah, yeah. yeah. When, and i support that. and that's another yeah. thing too like you know single you know whatever it's a lot easier if you're married you got family so yeah you're not gonna be able to go every weekend yeah. you got to limit your time unless you're obviously if your family's you know all about that and your wife is on board your kids are on board and that's what they want to do as well or and then awesome more power to you that'd be great but like i my daughter luckily very on board like i dragged her day after christmas no you're not playing with your toys Voluntold. Yeah. We're going to <laughs> Arizona for a week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I was like, yeah. And she had a blast. And it's you know, she has memories and her toys are there when she got back. Yeah. But and and it's one of those things where those toys are probably gone or right now. No, oh, she like, don't even know yeah. yeah, they're in her closet somewhere. All she had no idea. She played with them two or three times and <laughs> forgotten about them. But she'll remember like she has a stuffed animal that we bought at the Grand Canyon and she carries that thing everywhere with her still. Yeah. And she wolf, tells that right? story. Yeah, yeah, Grand. She named it Grand after the Grand Canyon. She tells everybody. She's like, this is Grand. I got him in the Grand Canyon. And she has these memories, you know. And mm-hmm. she'll have those for a lifetime versus that Barbie or whatever toy yeah. truck she got. Or, you know, she's going to forget about it in a day or two. Invest into the people and into the memories. Absolutely. And the food. Yeah. Food. And the, well, the food, food goes into <laughs> the food people. creates those memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there are plenty of podcast topics to talk about, and we can we, even get into a, a whole podcast on food. Yeah, for we, Ben. Uh, we'll, we'll no, invite, no, 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 no. We're waiting yeah. for Jeff and no. Lucas on that. We'll, we'll, invite, those guys are we'll the have chef. Jeff and we'll we'll invite Ben back for the uh, the food podcast, yeah. and we'll discuss camp etiquette or kitchen etiquette in the camp. And yeah, there's what, there's what gear. I got I, I got to preface it. I got to lead it a little bit because remember uh, you got that box delivery at your door. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was what a, like a make your own meal type yeah, of deal. Hello yeah, Fresh. Fresh. We're Hello not Fresh. sponsored yeah, yeah. by Hello not Fresh, at all. by the way. Not sponsored. No. Don't use coupon code the average overloaders <laughs> for ten percent off your first purchase. Oh, right. <laughs> no, we'll definitely talk about that too, but yeah. we gotta have Jeff and Lucas for that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're the foodies. So Yeah. And uh with that guys, I think we're gonna wrap it up. It was yep. this was kind of a long one. It was we stretched I think it out we're a over bit. over fifty minutes right now. So wow. that's oh. at least that's what it feels like. Um, feels like forever. I know. Jared, Jared's so tired. He's so see, he's so intoxicated right now. Oh, he's melting into the chair. It's way past my bedtime. Yeah. Um, but guys, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Ben, thank you so much for coming on. And you're going to be a regular here. 
I, I sure hope so. I had a great yeah. time. Yeah, mm. it's and we're slowly going to start making this thing better and better and better. We will and, improve, I promise. And more on topic. I hope it was more <laughs> on topic than... Uh, I, guarantee, I, I, I guarantee you it yeah. was less on topic than... <laughs> we were yeah. all over the place. We were, I we, know we were. We literally like talked. We <clears throat> went into topics that we're not supposed to go into no. because of we wanted to do specific we, episodes. We definitely jumped around quite a bit on this. But one. we'll tease them. They're just they're, they're just, just good this, ideas this for next teaser time. episodes. You know what to expect, and we will uh, dive further into some of these. Yeah, and and this is kind of what to expect when we whenever we have a new person on is it's going to kind of go off the rails because. We just yeah, I try to keep. I try to keep. Yeah. You were the uh, guiding light. I was nowhere. <laughs> yeah. How did we end up on girl. people? By the oh, way, yeah. we you started out with that. We were supposed to talk about how your rig is not your typical overland rig. Oh yeah. We didn't. What? We didn't even talk about that. But that's a. We'll go into rigs on a different day. The who has what and why did we set it up the way that we did? Um, but it has been such a great time talking with you guys. It's been a pleasure, absolutely. Yeah. And thank you guys. Every time. Always a good time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us on uh, Instagram at The Average Overlanders. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions or comments or just want to say what's up, Feel free. just make sure you uh, leave us a comment, send us a uh, direct message, find us on Facebook, uh, and then also you can send us an email because who does that at uh, theaverageoverlanders at gmail.com. Take a fax. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or if you want to send us any free gear that you want us to test. No, nah, I'm kidding. But or HelloFresh. Or HelloFresh. HelloFresh. We always could use food. Coupon code. The average <laughs> overland- no. um, Ben, do you have anything you want to plug? No, I just, you know, my IG is Al Pastor That's Overland. Right. Al Pastor Overland, if you want to check yeah. out on Instagram. I'm sure you guys will throw me a link or something. Yeah, we definitely will. Um, how about you, Jared? Do you want to plug anything today? Nope, nope. I am, uh, this this episode is brought to you in part by Bullet Bourbon. Bur- Bullet Bourbon. Boule. Get it right. Boule Bourbon. <laughs> it's not really, but that's what the boys were drinking. I'm an 805 guy. That's the. That's true. That's my drink of choice. But um, with that, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys are safe on the trail, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, all. We did it, dude. Episode two. Survive. Episode two. <laughs> oh, man. Good you know job. what's hilarious is that I thought, like, the first question was, Lee, like, what's overlanding to you? And I thought we were going to branch off of that. Yeah. Well, that's so how you thought, start to everyone. So, that, that, well, that's why I was like, okay, it's the people and the food. So we were, like, circling bad. That's so why I was yeah. like, trying to circle back. My bad. No. No, <laughs> no, no, no bad. It was, yeah, it was I thought bad. that's what the topic was, is, like, no. get to know Ben. That's why what he is threw, overlanding? He threw me off. Yeah, like, he, threw, off. he yeah. did the same thing. He's like, threw me, like, that question. I'm like, what is overlanding to me? Holy shit. Well, it could be a million. like this is an SAT test question. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. then, yeah, it was just a icebreaker. Yeah. That no, was fun, though. Yeah. yeah. You did good, man. Thanks. We all did. If, episode two? Is he, like, it's I thought that was episode zero, the first one you guys yeah, did. Yeah, I, I know. It's labeled as episode one. I have totally forgot to plug the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Oh, that's right. We're on rating. Apple yeah. now. Yeah. Mm. We're on yeah, Apple. The next one. You can do an intro, an outro. Yep. Yeah, we were talking about that. We it's on the list of things out. to do. Yeah. yeah. But all right, guys. Have a good one.